0: Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Grace Fox. And after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, First Chronicles 29.11 Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is 1 Chronicles 29 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. On the day King David commissioned Solomon to build the temple, he told the assembly of people about his effort to gather materials for the construction project. He'd already gathered iron, wood, jewels, marble, precious metals, and stones. Now, he said, he would donate more than a 112 tons of gold and more than 262 tons of refined silver from his personal treasures the building of the temple was the pinnacle of king david's royal career it was his passion and he could not contain his enthusiasm by telling the people about his plans to donate to god's work he offered them an opportunity to do the same in fact He took it a step further and asked who would follow his example and give offerings to the Lord that day. The leaders on every level responded with amazing generosity. They donated 190 tons of gold, 380 tons of silver, 675 tons of bronze and nearly 4,000 tons of iron. These gifts totaled in the billions of dollars. Their response to his invitation to get involved made King David ecstatic with joy, and he burst into the praise recorded in today's verse. King David could have drawn attention to the success of his fundraising efforts and patted himself on the back, but he did not. He could have boasted about the temple's magnificence but he did not. Instead, he turned everyone's attention toward God. In David's eyes, the temple's splendor and glory paled in comparison to the Lord he loved and served. He celebrated the gifts, but he celebrated the giver more. David gave credit where credit was due. He acknowledged that Everything collected and donated belonged to God in the first place. He and the other leaders were only giving back what he'd given them. The words, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory, are very similar to the words Jesus spoke when he taught the disciples to pray. Matthew 6.13 reads, And do not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Both David and Jesus understood and acknowledged the greatness and the power and the glory of God in a way that few people truly grasp. And both demonstrated a rare humility. David modeled humility by acknowledging that. Everything he had belonged to God. He owned nothing that God had not given him. In fact, he was the king only because God put him in that position, not because he earned it. Jesus modeled humility when he gave up his rights as God, took on the form of a servant, and died a criminal's death on the cross. His intimate knowledge of God the Father led to obedience that cost him dearly, but it made the way for mankind to be made right with God. David's praise included accolades for God's victory. He may have been referring to his accomplishing the victory in collecting the materials for the temple's construction and in garnering the leader's enthusiastic generosity. But he may have also been referring to the many military victories he'd experienced in the past. If that's the case, then he once again gave credit where credit was due. Recall the time that David, a young teenage boy at the time, stood against Goliath and killed him. When Goliath taunted him, David replied, You come to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut off your head, that all the earth may know. That there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord saves, not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. Those verses are from 1 Samuel 17. David knew from his youth that any victory he accomplished came from God, not from his own skill. We get the sense that as as he stood before the assembly and praised God for being a God of victory, he wanted the whole assembly to know this truth to the depth that he had experienced it. When we grow in our knowledge and understanding of who God is, and when we see him at work in the circumstances and lives of people around us, we cannot help but burst into praise. And when we praise him for who he is, we grow in honest-to-goodness humility. We recognize who we are in light of who he is. He is the creator. We are the created. He is the king. We are his servants. He is the strong one. We are the weak. May our hearts overflow with joy as David's did. May we develop a lifestyle of exuberant praise and may we give credit where credit is due. May I pray for you. God, you are amazing. We stand in awe of your greatness, your power, your glory, victory and majesty. Everything in heaven and on earth is yours everything. And you are head over all. Be head over us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse
1: is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. at lifeaudio.com.